Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's time for Between the Pipes with Andrew Raycroft. Hey, let's go. There's going to be a lot of traffic on the way to the game. Ah, uh, don't worry. I got Bruins plates. People get out of my way. Au revoir. Have a good game. Great plates. I want them too. Are you even rolling up to dry? Presented by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow on WEEI. Into hour two from the Caskin flagging on Red Sox opening day. Red Sox baseball right here on the Shaws and Star Market. WEEI Red Sox Network. Pre-game begins at 110. First pitch at 210. Our guy Andrew Raycroft will talk some pucks with us right now. He's brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, bringing people together around the joys of food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, name to know when your drains don't fall, and by Frank's Red Hot. Visit Frank's Red Hot for great hockey and football watching recipes. Let's Frank it up. Andrew Raycroft with Gresham Foyer on the Harbor One Hotline. Razor, good morning. How are you, friend? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm great. You? So is uh, uh, Fourier and I were kind of talking about the dynamics of opening day in different sports, right? Like in the NFL, Fourier's world, it is a little different. It's very romanticized about opening day in baseball. How is baseball opening day treated in Canada? Like what we're feeling <laughs> today in America for the opening day of baseball, is that like the opening day of hockey in, in uh, America's hat? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, we've got the Blue Jays cooking this week, so everybody's, you know, everyone gets excited for Blue Jay baseball to come. It's still a, a sign of spring and summer for us in Canada, but I would say the the opening night in the Canadian cities, yes, NHL-wise, would be, be similar to what Fenway Park is like this afternoon. Hmm. Now, were you did you were you kind of was baseball ever an option for you? Was it put the put Ooh, the blades on? Good and question. That's it? Like, is it even an option? Like, you know, because in America, yeah. you know, it's like that's like the last option for a lot of kids because <laughs> they can't afford it. <laughs> but you know, so they grab a basketball. What's it like in Canada? We play baseball. We play baseball. I had I played baseball growing up and as a kid, and then um, we've got a lot of softball as well and fast pitch. But, but, no, a few of my buddies that are the country guys, right? Like, we have, like I'm kind of from Hickville, so there's a lot of country guys, a lot of Hicks, and they're, they're baseball guys through and through. Now, are we talking slow-pitch softball, like beer league softball, or like fast-pitch softball? There's some of that, but, no, a couple of my buddies played, like, real full-on fast-pitch, like hardball, whatever, you know, all the different names you have it, where they, they, they try and have bench-clearing brawls and the whole thing. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a real thing. <laughs> well, well, part of the reason we asked this stuff to Andrew Raycroft is because the Bruins are minus 480 tonight on the money line against Columbus. <laughs> is this just going to be a smoke show razor, or is this the night where Jim Montgomery goes, all right, I can sit five or six guys and get some dudes some rest here? No, I think they consider Tuesday night a day off, and I believe that they will be taking this one a little bit more seriously, a little bit more focused than, than the effort they had 48 hours ago. So I would expect this one to be 
um, fast and furious to start things out, and then maybe they'll be able to pull the leash and, and pull the reins back a little bit as the game goes on. But I would expect them uh, wanting a very quick start. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was just looking through their schedule, Razor, and, you know, they only have two times during the season so far where they have had, like, call it a losing streak. They have a three-game losing streak against some pretty good teams, and then they had a two-game losing streak against uh, Detroit and Chicago. And, like, it just doesn't happen with them. Like, they just figure it out. What does it say about a team, like, how important it is? Like, every game is important, like the Bruins. Like, what does it say about this team? where it doesn't matter what time of year it is or what they're playing for, they show up and they want to make sure that that last game isn't what people are talking about. Well, I think two things. One, they're very accountable for themselves. Very, very accountable. I think the other thing, they're very aware that you can easily, in any pro sport, you can easily turn a two-game losing streak or a one loss into a four- or five-game losing streak. It happens really quickly. Uh, the schedule can always pile up on you, and the quicker you get out of any of these losses, the quicker you're going to start winning and the quicker you're going to be in a better position. So I think they're very aware of that, and, and that's what they've really prided themselves on. Even, like, really for the last half a dozen years, it has happened, but they haven't gone on streaks where it's seven, eight games they haven't won because they, are, they, they nip it in the butt pretty quickly. Andrew Raycroft, of course, of Nesson, and here at WEEI talking hockey with us on the Harbor One Hotline. We know the power play has had some issues for a while now. What level of concern are you at, Razor, in terms of the power play overall? I know there are players where they can get it right, but we're creeping up to the postseason here. Where are you at on the Bruins' lack of power play? Well, a couple weeks ago, I promised I wasn't going to be concerned about anything until April with this group. So I've got one more game. Tonight's the last game where if they go 0 for 8, I'm still not going to be concerned. I do have to say it's bothering me a little bit more than it did two weeks ago where they're at now. I thought thought they would have figured it out with the entries and just how they want to move the puck through, through the offensive zone. Uh, but again, I'm holding off. So next week, if we're still here, then then we've got to really figure it out. But I, again, the talent these guys have, I do think that there's been some complacency, and that might have stayed within the power play too long, and they've got to get to work, and I think they do recognize they have to get to work on it, and they will grind away at it. Razor, I'm lucky to be able to talk to former pro athletes, so whenever I get into a spot where I can't really – kind of decipher the numbers let's say i i'll turn to christian or someone like you there is a narrative out there from fans razor that oh my god if you don't have a power play you cannot win a cup and the numbers are kind of all over the place in terms of the importance of the power play i think the penalty kill becomes more important come postseason time but where are you at on the bruins needing to fix this to win a cup well, I feel I don't think they need. I don't think they need the power play to win the first round. So let's just start there. I don't. I don't think whoever they play in the first round, they are going to be more than good enough five on five to not need the power play. If they have a great penalty kill, if they play well five on five and get average goaltending, they're going to win in the first round. So you start looking ahead when they play Tampa, when they play Toronto, Carolina, New York, whoever it is then you might need a power play. And that's 
that's where you get a little dicey. Colorado Avalanche, you're probably going to need to score a power play goal. So looking ahead, you're going to need it. You can't go 10% like they did in 2011. So so those days are long gone. There's penalties actually being called. Zidane Ochara isn't allowed to cross-check a guy five times in the face before a penalty gets called. It's different now. So you need to score power play goals. But I don't think you need it in the first round this season, and that gives them a little bit of extra room here as well. So, Razor, just not to belabor the point, but I've heard you guys, or you talk about this, uh, something similar to this as far as, you know, it's, it almost feels like uh, they just kind of, they feel like they've tried everything. It's just all about just waiting for something to click, right? Almost like, oh, bam, there it is, and then hopefully you have some momentum and hopefully the timing is right. Is that is that anything to do with what, like, Montgomery is looking for? Like, I'm just looking for something that clicks, and once I realize it, I'm sticking with that. Yeah, I, I, 100%. Because I, I think the talent's there. They've done it before. They're in a tough stretch. And it all it's like just simplified a little bit. Maybe you get a point shot that goes in off somebody's back or get the point shot through, get a guy, get past the open on the half wall just once, and, and it'll click, and, and they'll feel it. Because you can tell they're frustrated, and they're a little annoyed. Every time they don't get their entry, they're a little more annoyed than they were last time. So... They just need some good positive vibes, and I think that could come at any second as well. And I think that's why Montgomery talked about it after the game. He's gonna. There's not much change he can do now. It's it's about the guys on the ice, and you're not taking any of those guys off the power play. So they've got to feel good about it, and they've they've got to have a few things go their way. Uh, Razor after tonight, it is seven games left in the regular season. What do the Bruins need to do in these seven games after tonight, minus rest, to try to peak and start to hit the postseason in an, on an uptick? Well, I think I think it'd be nice to get Hall and or Felino, whatever, like whatever that opening day roster is going to be. I think that'll be beneficial to get those guys back in the lineup within these seven games. Uh, just to have a sense of what the lines will be if you have to move anything around. And beyond that, it, it, it's, it's managing, it's rest, and it's, it's just making sure everybody continues to feel good. But I, I, honestly, I think that it, these seven games are, are pretty much in the bag at this point, and it's, it's all about Game 83 and this team being able to, to regenerate all the energy and the excitement that they're going to need to have. So you know, you know, Razor. So we, we've been doing. I've been doing a lot of comparison between the Bruins and the Celtics, especially when they each lose, and then you kind of hear like what one side says, yeah. what the other side. I can't get enough of it. And I just you, know, you can only you can only give me one give give me one answer. You can't go maybe this, maybe that. It's not your top three list in no particular order. What do you like most about this Bruins team? What's your favorite thing about the, this Bruins team? The culture, the leadership. And, and how they answer those questions. I, they're, they're talented. They're great. They're good players. They all like each other so much. But you guys know, and, and you see, we see it all the time, and I think it's a great example to, to put them up against the Celtics, is that it's always a lot easier to, to really enjoy a team and really believe in a team that treats this professionally. I, I just always and, – and I just heard you guys talking about the football teams. When you go to a bad team, you're basically that bad franchise player the rest of your career. The NHL is no different. And, and being on those NHL teams that everyone's accountable and competing every day and battling each other, 
that's those are the teams you want to be a part of, and those are the teams, frankly, that that I look to cheer for now. Whether it's Tampa Bay, whether it's the Bruins this season, you know those guys want it more than everyone else, and and that's what a, a long way of I could have answered really shortly there. But I yep. wanted to give you a little bit more love. No, I like so that. No, that's no. Listen, that is uh, that is very good. At Andrew Raycroft on Twitter, it is a thing, and you're retweeting Wayne Gretzky winning a <laughs> what is that like a hundred yard dash or something oh, like that? I laugh at that to you every stars. time because hockey players are the best athletes, and Wayner's just smoking those guys in a sprint. It's just well, hilarious. It's OJ. <laughs> he was beat. He was. He was racing OJ. Wait, and Marcus Allen. Wait, exactly. I've, Smoking no, this, this is like, I think this is like, oh, no, you know what it is? It's oh, is that? Is Sugar, Sugar Ray, Ray Leonard? Sugar Ray Leonard, no, not OJ. OJ. He's like two feet tall. We're going we're gonna to give, we'll, we'll give Razor a, a Twitter plug at Andrew Raycroft. You got to yeah. see this because Wayne Gretzky is like uh, blowing doors there. Guys running in the wrong okay, lane. Okay, now I see. And, no, but here's the thing. It looks like they're all wearing the same collared shirt from the foursome from the country club. But uh, Razor, for the record. Sugar Ray Leonard, okay. Uh, there, I think I think there's a tennis player in there, Bjorn Borgenson, whatever his name Bjorn is. Bjorn Bjorn. Bjorn Bjorn Bjorn. He's got the headband on, and some other baseball player that the farthest they've run is from short to second. <laughs> but he is flying though. He's got a good gait. I'll tell you what. He's not his foot's not got his gait's all. Look at him. He's digging too. It is. It is oh, something. Digging. So for those who are wondering what it's going to be like the next two weeks for Razor, he's retweeting Wayne Gretzky winning races. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what we're uh, that's what we're looking at here until the playoffs start. Andrew Raycroft of Nesson and of course Wei as well. Razor, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. You got it. Thanks. One question for you guys: How many? Cold mug draft beers are coming across the bar at two o three. Probably zero because I have a scooter and I'm running home as soon as they, as soon as the show's yeah, over. And and and, yeah, I, and, and I have uh, and yeah. uh, and I have to get home to do like video work for sports books and stuff. So no, right. sorry, we, no I know no we did. I guess we that's dis- why you didn't invite me. I was just going to say, we disappointed the guy who would, you know, sit here and drink Molson's. Now, we can, we, now we can set a date for that. Now, I can prep for it, you know. I mean, I got to drink, drink a lot of water. I got to no. hydrate. Razor's got a playoff run to oh, be ready for. Yeah. We're we'll we have to do it after the day after they win the cup and have right. the parade. Then we'll go. Wait, hold on. If listen, okay. Razor, if they are, if they do win it, I'm going to say when they do win it, will you be on one of the duck boats? Will they let you on there? How does that work? I don't think I'm a media guy. Still, I, I I I'll be around somewhere. I don't think I'm getting on a duck boat though. Can we just have like maybe, a little? Maybe. Can we? Here's what it is. Can we? If they win it, can we just have like some of us in like a little clown car yeah. or whatever? I would like just, that. Just to be there pulling and drink. up the rear. How's that? Yeah. Make, can we yeah, make that a, happen? Let's get a golf cart. One of the, like a four seater golf cart. And we'll just pull in in between yes. two duck boats. And you know go. what? And I'll I'll grab one of my kids so we have a DD yeah. we have a designated yeah. driver and then and then we can pick two other people, which in the hockey world would be real tough to find some people who'd want to hang and drink. So we'd be able to grab two more. I don't think anyone would know the, the difference. It's the media golf cart. Nobody oh my would God. know. Let's do it. Uh, Razor, thank you, buddy. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.